Len Tillum here. Hello, hello. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems? We've got all kinds of legal answers. We can solve them for you any way you want. Call it in, 800-996-4505. You got legal problems? We've got legal answers. We'd love to hear from you. Bankruptcy, child support, divorce, civil litigation. You're suing your neighbor, landlord, tenant, Whatever it is, divorce, you call it in, 800-996-4505. I've got David Brown doing research. He still works here. We'll solve those problems. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, let's start today's show. Frank is in Haywood. Hey, Frank, how come you're calling a lawyer? I was in a bit of a solo accident, or at least I thought it was a solo accident on the freeway. What happened, Frank? I was driving home from work, and uh, a car stopped in front of me. I wasn't paying too much attention. Uh, so I locked up my brakes, and I ended up going down. Mm-hmm. My bike flipped around a little bit. You know, I was sliding on the ground. Um, I then got up. Two guys came. They helped me up. They helped me push my bike to the side of the road. You know, they gave me a ride to my house so I can get my, my, my friend's truck and come back and pick up my bike. When I came back, the highway patrol was there with no bike or anything. Your bike, you, you, left that on, you left your bike on the side of the road. Safe, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, no, not really safe. I was kind of in the fast lane. I got no problem with them towing it, you know. Mm-hmm. They got to do what they got to do. Well, I understand. So What's I going there, on? They said that I hit somebody. Did you hit somebody? No. You know, as far as I knew, I didn't. So, you know, so who, who, who claims that you hit him? Some guy in a, in a black Acura. And is he, is he suing you? Are they filing a hit and run? What's going on? Yeah. No, well, they couldn't file a hit and run because I didn't run. I, I came back. Mm-hmm. The police officer asked me if I had insurance. You know, I told him, yeah, I gave it to him. And, you know, of course, the insurance company had somehow canceled me. I don't know how that happened because I paid for a year. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Way, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. You, so you had an accident. Some guy says you hit him. You say you didn't. And you didn't have insurance. But you didn't get cited for hit and run. You didn't get a ticket for not having insurance either, did you? No. Okay, because you showed the cop the insurance card. He said good enough. So I understand... Is the guy who says you hit him suing you? He is. He served me, you know, a couple S- weeks ago. Small claims court? Yes, sir. Yeah, right, you got to show up and, and, and defend, okay? Well, see, the thing is, is I didn't have any, you know, I couldn't find the two guys that helped me until yesterday when, you know, because I had given out my number. Uh, they had called me, and I asked them, hey, man, did you guys see me hit anybody? And they said, absolutely not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, time. Frank, you got to go to small claims court. If you're lucky, they'll go with you. If they show up, you're going to win the case. Um, you don't have insurance. And even in small claims court, if you have insurance, you got to go do it yourself. But if you lose, the insurance company will pay the damages. Since you don't have insurance, um, you got to bring a passer pie to help you. You might lose. You might win. If you lose, you can appeal it to superior court. But show up in, superior, show up in small claims court. If you lose, call me back. All right? This guy calling me, asking me if I want to give him cash. Tell him to get lost. Drop dead. You ain't giving him cash. I'll see you in court, you lying dog. I never hit you. So when I go to court, they're not going to attach my wages? No, no. First, go to court. If you lose, no, they're not going to attach your wages. You don't even have to bring clean underwear and a toothbrush to court. You're not going to jail. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh, Go to court. If you lose and the judge says you owe the money, you call me back right away, okay? Get the witnesses if you can. Dave in Burlingame, how come you're calling a lawyer? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was um, 
in uh, the Bay Area, uh, driving uh, southbound on the freeway, and a local police department, a police officer pulled me over on the freeway for DUI. Um, I'm, I went to a restaurant opening. Uh, the restaurant opening did not have a license. It was bring your own alcohol. It was advertised in the new newspaper. And the police officer said I was weaving and almost hit two cars, and also he said I was speeding. Uh, I hired a lawyer, and he said the speeding is thrown out and the special allegation is thrown out. Wait, wait, what special allegation? Uh, I guess because I blew a 1-5. Wait, 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 wait. My blood was 1-5. Okay, you blew a 1-5. The cops said you were weaving, and what else? Almost hit two cars. And almost hit two cars, and you were speeding. But you weren't charged with speeding or reckless driving. You were just charged with drunk driving. Uh, on the police report, it says weaving and almost hit two cars and speeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cop gave you a ticket just for drunk driving, right? I guess so, yes. Yeah, so the, the lawyer didn't do anything. He didn't get anything thrown out. I mean, the cop... Well, what's your question to me? Um, well, uh, does a cop have a, uh, a right to uh, stake out a restaurant and follow me uh, from a local uh, city and onto the uh, uh, freeway? Yes. And yes. They can be wherever they want. Are you asking me... Here's a better question, if you want to sound like, you know, a lawyer type of question. Are you saying, did the cop have probable cause to stop you? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, probable cause is he had a reasonable suspicion to think you were drunk. The cop says you were weaving and nearly hit two cars, and you blew a point one five, right? And the one five, yes. But and and wait, one five is, 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 is practically twice the legal limit for drunk. I haven't had a moving violation in 30 years. Congratulations. You've been lucky, sucker. I mean, you know, how many other times did you drive drunk? You got away with it. Uh, not very often, to be honest a with you. A few times, right? Uh, not really. Wait, wait, I, Dave. How, Dave, how old are you? 50. So, Dave, you're a little unconscious, if I may say so, since I'm not your criminal law attorney. You're not paying any, any money. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. If you say to me... I got in a car after drinking booze. I blew a .15. The cop says I hit nearly two cars. You didn't even know it, and you were speeding. I'm telling you, you're a chronic drunk driver. You've done this a lot. You got lucky. Incorrect. Okay. Incorrect. All right. Incorrect. And, and that's How do you even I, know? I, I know I did hit two cars. I haven't had a moving violation. I've had nothing in 30 years. Why all? He said you nearly hit two cars. That's not true, though. That's a lie. Wait a minute. Did the cops say you hit two cars or no. nearly? He said I, uh, I was going on 101. I got a great idea for you, Mr. Arguer. You should give your lawyers 15 grand, because that's what it'll cost, or maybe $10,000, and go to trial. I'm you will lose. You yeah, will I, lose. I, I heard your you, case last week. I mean, come on. Let's forget, forget about you for a second. If you were on it, you know, let's go through it. Do we like drunk drivers in our society? No. No. Um, who do we believe more? You who comes in and says, I, I didn't even hit two cars. The cop is lying. Or Was he CHP? No. But he comes in in a uniform. He looks like a cop. He's yes, been a witness before. You will you will immediately come across as combative. You've already pissed me off. I don't like you. The jury's going to hate you. You under, Everybody who's listening doesn't like you right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Trust me on that. I'm giving you good advice. I'm not yeah. trying to... So, right? I would find you guilty. I'd give you two years hard labor if I was the judge, you know? I keep my mouth shut and just say I'm guilty and that's take, it. They take... You tell your lawyer... You're never going to get a reckless out of this. You take the standard disposition, keep your mouth shut, and that that's it. I don't see... A BA of .15 is twice, practically twice the limit. Yeah, oh, wait. You want to get 
the DA to reduce this down to a wet reckless? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, take $10,000 in small bills and try and offer it to the prosecutor. I never heard it work before. Then you'll really go to jail. The only way you would beat this and get a wet reckless is if the DA is a crook and takes bribes, which doesn't happen in California. Okay, Got it? Yeah. Thank you for saying thank you. Okay? Right? You didn't like him either. Yeah, what's to like? Smart nose punk. John in San Francisco. How come you're calling a lawyer? Well, my wife died about a week ago, and I'm reading No Low Press and a lot of other material here. Mm-hmm. Do I have to do a probate? Wait, let me, let me ask some questions, okay? Sure. How old are you? 75, 76. And how long were you married to your wife? 48 years. Ugh, so you're having a hard time, right? No. Okay. <laughs> very easy. Everybody's easy. so nice and so cooperative. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I have to do. Oh, okay, first you've got to take care of yourself. Look, was everything in your wife and your wife's name, I'm sorry, ev- excuse me, was everything in your name and your wife's name together, both of you? Some of it was in hers, some of it's in mine, some of it's in joint, and some of it is with the children. Now, I have all those figures and things, and I'm sorting out. Okay, Let, let's go through it. There shouldn't be any probate. Uh, there shouldn't be any probate. No, because anything in joint tenancy with you belongs to you. You do an affidavit of death. The bank book's in the house. Uh-huh. Anything, if your wife has an account in her name that had a pay on death on it, you know, or in trust for pay on death, yeah. that goes to the beneficiaries. Right. The only assets that would be subject to probate are the assets that are titled solely, only in your wife's name, all by herself. No joint tenancy or no beneficiaries. Is the total value of everything that was just in her name alone with no beneficiaries more or less than $100,000? Um, I think it would be less. Then you can do a spousal property petition. Um, it's a small estate declaration, probate code. Write this down. California Probate Code Section 13101. I've got my secretary writing it down. California Probate Code Section 13101. Do you own a house, John? Uh, joint tenancy. Yeah, with your wife. Now you're going to own it alone. I you, know. You should yeah. go see a lawyer. And Is your estate more than $3.5 million? No. Okay. You, you should get a trust to avoid probate when you die. When you die and you want to give it to your kids, it won't be so easy. So go get yourself a trust. Okay, for when I die. Yeah, if you want more information, go to my webpage, Len no, Tillum. one more question. Okay. There's something in NOLO there about uh, end-of-life tax filing. I don't know what that is. I, I, I don't know. You mean, uh, you mean a, a, a return... You just keep filing. Uh, no, no. You just keep filing your regular taxes and talk to your accountant about that. Don't worry about it. I should get an accountant. Yeah. You, oh well, you were filing joint married, right? She, my wife was doing all that. She was doing the taxes. Right. What kind of? Are you still working? You say you got a secretary. No, we're both retired. What did you retire from? Uh, industrial work, uh, chemistry. And she did all the books and the finances. Yeah. Take care of things now. Go get a trust. Go get an accountant to do your taxes. Otherwise, you don't need those confusion things. It's hard when your wife dies after so many years and you're all on your own. Get some help out there, all right? Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Jim. Jim in Livermore. How come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I have a question of whether I could legally be liable for an illegal immigrant that uh, worked on my property. Oh, 
four or five years Wait, ago. Let me deal with that. Did this guy get hurt on your property, right? Yes, he did. Okay. Um, as to a worker being an undocumented, you know, illegal immigrant, it doesn't mean anything. Here's the law. It's really simple. If you're an undocumented worker, the federal government can kick you out of the United States. Arizona can get mean to you. And you can't get a driver's license in, in most states, including California, and you can't vote. Other than that, your immigration status is completely irrelevant if somebody hurts you. Foreign nationals in the U.S. have the same legal rights in terms of, you know, suing somebody else as everyone else. Now, tell me why this guy wants money from you. Tell me the story. Um, well, uh, he got hurt on, on, on my property. Um, what, what was he? Let me ask you some questions. What was he doing on your property? They were they were doing a, a roof repair. Was he? Did you hire him, or he was working for a roofing contractor? He was working for a legal licensed contractor. That you hired the contractor, not the worker. Correct. Okay. So if a guy gets hurt on the job and he works for a contractor, the contractor's got insurance, and the worker's supposed to get workers' compensation. Why do they want money from you? Because he's trying to to never go back to work again. And workman's comp has run out. How much... So is he suing you? Does the guy have a lawyer? Oh, yeah. And do you have homeowner's insurance? Yes, I do. So let the homeowner's insurance take care of it. What, what's wrong um, with that? Well, I only have 400 and something thousand dollars worth of homeowners, and it's above that. It's how much do they... How much does this guy want from you? A million, two, million, three. Now, wait a second. What, the guy fell off the roof? Uh, yeah, it fell off a ladder. So you have insurance of about over 400000 Everybody listen. This is why you should have umbrellas when I tell you to get an umbrella, yeah. right? But okay, so the insurance company is saying how much insurance you got? 400 what? 450000 So the insurance company is saying, okay, we're going to put up the 450000 and Jim, we want you to kick in some money, right? That's exactly what they said, yeah. How much money? Uh... Five, six, seven hundred thousand, something like. They that. want you to kick in almost half a million to three quarters of a million. Are they crazy? That's what I said. Now w w wait a second. W w wait a second. Um, I wouldn't settle. F first of all, your insurance company is a little bit of a conflict of interest. Um, the the insurance company says we're going to give the maximum four fifty, and you got to give the rest. Have you seen a lawyer other than an insurance company lawyer to look uh, into yeah. this? Yes, I have. A personal injury lawyer who knows defense and all this kind of thing? Yes, I have. And the lawyer says, yes, you should pay this money? No, he, he um, thinks we should uh, do something with the insurance lawyer because they did no discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to me. Go to that lawyer, or Jim Gagan is a lawyer who does high-end cases. You'd have to hire somebody like him hourly. It's a lot cheaper than $500,000. You want a really good, experienced trial lawyer who's done these cases and has fought with insurance companies to review this before you rely on an insurance company. Your insurance companies have good lawyers, but sometimes insurance companies' lawyers are worried more about the insurance company than you no, that's, that's what's going on. And if on. the guy did a lousy job in discovery and it's going to trial, and now he's trying to cover his rear end by making you pay half a million to 750000 Now, <laughs> what, does it make any difference that he had a stolen Social Security number? No, forget about that stuff. Listen, yeah, did the guy I, fall off the roof and break his neck? No, he didn't even have a mark on him. But he's pretty good. He comes from a family where the, the dad and the sister are on workman's comp. Jim, the lawyer you went to who said... 
deal with the insurance company? Did he offer to do it? Did he say he could do it, or he said get somebody else? No, he's he's gonna he's gonna come to bat for me. I just listen to you every day, and I wanted to get a sounding board. You need a lawyer. You need this guy could be good. You need a lawyer who's experienced and has litigated personal injury cases. If this lawyer does a little divorce, a little bankruptcy, forget about it. You need a lawyer who's got a few other lawyers with him. Right. You know, who does insurance, they've sued insurance companies, they've done personal injury, they've had jury trials. Yep. I, I certainly wouldn't sell, sell out 750 grand, 500 grand. How much are you worth altogether? That's what they asked. I'm not answering. Don't answer. How old are you? Um, I'm in my 60s. And you're not a super rich guy, right? No, I'm on Social Security. Yeah, what'd you do for a living? Um, I just uh, owned a body shop. Yeah, no, no, no. Seven, you had a, you had to paint a lot of cars to make seven hundred fifty thousand dollars after taxes. You know, there's not enough cars to paint. That's right. Go get yourself a good lawyer. If this lawyer is not good for it, you call me back. I know some really great lawyers who can review this and help you. No kidding. All right, Len, I appreciate it. Thank yes, you very much. yeah. Do you, you understand what's going on there? This could happen to you, sucker. You got a house. You got four hundred fifty thousand dollars homeowners insurance. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but it ain't nothing. And then all of a sudden you get sued and they want a million or two million dollars and the insurance company saying, put your hand in your pocket. For a few hundred dollars every year, you get an umbrella policy for two or three million dollars. Covers your home, your cars, anything that happens. I mean, Jim wishes he had it. I'm telling you, you want an umbrella policy and for your automobile insurance, underinsured and uninsured motorists. That's another talk. Good show today. I enjoy it. Good calls. By all means, you've got a legal problem, call it in, 800-996-4505. You can send me an email, len at lentillum.com. We answer all the emails, the ones we particularly know how to answer really well and don't have to do any research and get a prompt response or trusts and estates who get your stuff when you die, Medi-Cal planning, if God forbid somebody's in a nursing home, um, elder financial abuse, sexual harassment, personal injury, Jim Gagan, is a lawyer that we work with. He's been voted super lawyers. Audrey Gerard's a lawyer in my office who does personal injury exclusively with Jim. You've been in injured in an accident. You know someone who's injured in an accident. By all means, give us a call. We'll see you tomorrow.